Got a race car out on the racetrack. The skies opened up, and unfortunately, the event was claimed before hot laps were ever even able to be run. Guys barely were able to even get mo uh, heat in the motors. It was a chilly night, and then Saturday night, of course, we were able to get that one in. Of course, little giant Rico Abreu picked up the feature win there for the most Sprint Car Series, the 30th edition of the Tom Knowles Memorial over the High Bank Spoon River Speedway over in Banner, Illinois. Um, it definitely an event that a lot of history, and we kind of added a little bit more to it. It definitely good racetrack from the Spoon River crew, two, two, three grooves, and we're just one of the one of those nights that it. You weren't quite sure what was going to happen until really, really close to the end. And we've got one of the drivers that was in that feature event currently sitting second in the Moa Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Points, uh, Joey Mohan from Springfield, Illinois. Joey, welcome to the podcast. Patrick, thank you. Uh, glad to be here. I'll tell you what, that... Tell you what, Jim, uh, old Jim put on quite a show up there in the front, the old 1M machine. Uh, Jim, he's got a lot of laps up there at Spoon, and there for a while it looked like he was going to give Rico a run for his money. And you kind of, you kind of were kind of buried deep in the field, but you and Jared were both kind of together. And and with the point battle you guys have got going on, it was kind of interesting that you two just really couldn't get away from each other. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, it was good to see Michael Jim running that well. I think uh, I think he had a tire still over on one of the yellows, and, and as did I. I mean, the track it was uh, very very slick, very hard to get a hold of. Uh, made for some interesting racing, you know, uh, more of a finesse type of deal. And uh, it was good to see him get out front. Um, you know, a frustrating race for me. I. Uh, I tried everything, was all, all over the place. I really didn't try as far as I wanted to go. I wanted to get up on top and try that line, but uh, I just kind of didn't want to give up any more positions than what I had. And then when I seen Jared behind me, uh, definitely just kind of just settled to where I was at and, and try not to lose anything. You know, try to try to get more cars here in between us, but it just doesn't seem to happen that way. If he, if he wins, I run second, or if if I run up front, he runs right behind me. So uh, it's kind of the way the season is, but that's why I'm a champion. been our champion for several years. Yeah, of course, you've been in a couple of different rides this year. You've been in the Northrop 83, and you've had a couple of really, really good runs with that car. One of them that really kind of pops to mind with me was uh, our first visit to uh, Clay County earlier this year. Gave that car quite a run there in the feature, and, of course, you were – this past weekend, the Pollock 21X machine. Just kind of explain what that's like, kind of going back and forth between different cars and just kind of what what it takes as a driver to get ready uh, working with different guys sometimes uh, and different crews and different cars every uh, each night out. <laughs> well, Patrick, it's kind of like a different girl at the dinner each night. Uh, <laughs> you know, everyone, each, uh, each person, First, the owner has their own characteristics and their own ideas, and um, you know, for me, with especially that's uh that's kind of how I 
uh, with our budget. But you know, we're building my team, with, um, you know, with the sponsors I have, more and people are coming along. You know, um, I'm building to get there, but and until then, I just kind of have to bounce around and. Um, you know, there's nights that I can't go or just don't have the money to go. It kind of pays off. I'm very fortunate to be able to know a few car owners, you know, like the Pollocks and, uh, and Rick Northrop. Uh, just been able to make some nights go out of that and have some good runs. Um, and just haven't got a win yet. You know, it's been a long season. Uh, I've ran more this season than I probably have. You know, ever since the MOA series started, which is good, but man, I would like to have a win by now. But that, you know, and, uh, I can't believe how close we've been and haven't sealed the deal. It's just kind of been one of those it, one of those years for you. We're close, but no cigar. But there's some. I know some events coming up for you that I I know that you've you've had some previous success at. Um, and I know there's got to be a couple events circle on the calendar. Of course, this weekend we got Macon and Quincy coming up, a pair of events at Tri-City, and then we close out with Lincoln. And race that you won a couple of years ago, the Shaheen's Blast in the Past night, which will wrap up the 2014 Melo Sprint Car Series season. Uh, are there any particular events coming up on the schedule right now that uh, Joey Mohan kind of looks at and goes, I really like my chances going out there and picking up a feature win tonight? You know, I, I, I never go to a racetrack thinking I can't, and uh, I really that's one thing. I, I really think I can win every night, and I think it's just the racer in me, but uh, it's a, a track that I'm really looking forward to is Quincy. Though I haven't won there, I don't know how many times I've ran second there as well. I've always been pretty close there, and that just seems to fit my driving style well. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, they're all great racetracks. Macon's fun. Uh, Macon's a lot of fun if you could stay out of the crashes, and it's exciting racing. So um, you never know there. I mean, it's just a bunch of wild card kind of racetracks that you never know who's going to win. And and then going down the Tri-City, uh, when we, we were getting the MOA deal together, that was one of the first tracks that I really worked hard on. I was hoping that we could get a race there. And, uh, and Tammy and... Uh, Kevin gave us a race, and uh, and have ever since. I, I like going there. Um, I like the racetrack. It's fun. We were racing with the Gold Crown with the Midgets, and I uh, get to watch them guys, too. Uh, a lot of fun, and of course, like I said, you can't beat the, the Shahanes. Uh, winning that race a couple years ago was pretty big, and I would like to do that again. I haven't been the greatest at Jacksonville um, this year. I mean, though we have ran second, and and third there, too. I just didn't feel like we were the, as good as I could be there. Um, but everything going into it, we're looking pretty good. I'll probably be racing my own 17M for the rest of the series and uh, kind of looking forward to it, hopefully get a win. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think the championships are within our grasp unless something you know, crazy would happen. But uh, going out and win a couple of races is my goal for the end of the year. Absolutely. Just kind of explain uh, the satisfaction. I, I know not everybody on the tour is a owner-driver, but uh, a lot of guys, it's either them or their family. Just explain how satisfying it is knowing that you're the one who's paying all the bills on the race cars, setting up all the sponsorships on it. Just explain how satisfying it is to 
parked the car in victory lane and knowing all that hard work that you've put into it has paid off. Yeah, I, truthfully, Patrick, there's really not another feeling in this, for me, in this world that I found that's so exciting. And, um, you know, it's really special, you know, like in my case, or, I mean, I really set, I do, do my own setups and pay, pay all the bills. I mean, I, you know, uh, getting the car to the races, uh, everything, you know, organizing the deal and, um, you work your butt off to do it, and I drive hard, and I always have uh, people at times give me flack about that, but the you know, way I look at it is I work my butt off all week, and uh, when I go to the racetrack, I never want to leave thinking maybe I should try a little bit harder, and I, I never have. <laughs> so um, that's, uh, in essence, like you said, the when you do put it all together, which it you know, it hasn't happened for me this year. Um, there's times when it seems like it's easy, and it just happens. But it's just, uh, it's worth all the pain and struggling and uh, hard work you put into it all week. I mean, just that. There's just not, not anything like it. And that's just one of those things that if you've never, never driven a race car before, I, I know a lot of people, and I try to explain it from a fan's perspective, but there's... Even I can't really even do it justice. You just kind of, it's one of those deals you just have to put on the helmet, get behind the wheel, and experience the, the feeling of, of victory just to kind of know what it's really like. Or If you're if you're a competitive person, it's it's the perfect sport for you, and there's no higher high than winning. Agree. Uh, just, uh, that's what we're, we're out there to do every week, and... Um... And there's nothing like it, you know. If I if I you would tell me I'm gonna run second every night for the rest of my career, I'd just I'd quit now because it's not something I'd want to do. Um, it's just uh, even though the you know decent and and that second keeps everything in line, but uh, it's not winning the races. And uh, you know I know I've always kind of been like the win it or wear it type of guy, but it's just that way. It's it's just worth that much to me. Well, Joey, uh, since you also mentioned that you're a uh going to be back in your own 17-in machine the rest of the season. Kind of, we'll give you a chance here. Who are the sponsors that are on the side of that car, and who are some of the people that kind of come along and help you out when, that help, kind of help keep you on track each and every night? I know, like you said, you do quite a bit of it yourself, but who are some of the guys who who do help you out? Well, I definitely couldn't do with the without the group that I have. Uh, uh, Miles, Mark, Mohan Electric, uh, Modern Paint and Scrap, Kevin and Carolyn Shu and the whole family. Uh, great, great to all racing around here. And um, just uh, there's this ton of Tim Glenn, Clean Brothers Garage Doors. Uh, Larry Conway has come on lately, and he has a little handyman service uh, in, in and around the Lincoln area. He's been great. Um, just a ton of people. Uh, I can't uh, really think of them all. Claxton um, Engines and Maxim Chassis, and uh, just that's what it's a collective uh, group effort. And a lot of people just like to watch me race, and they come out and help me. And, and you know, whether it's a tire here and there, it just every little bit helps for me. Absolutely. Well, Joey, uh, we won't take up any more of your time here. I know you. Uh, this weekend is going to be here before you know it. We'll uh, see you at Macon and Quincy this weekend, and uh, thank you for joining the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Patrick. We'll see you then. 
Not a problem. See you this weekend. Joey Mohan from Springfield, Illinois, back behind the wheel of his own 17M uh, MOA Sprint car starting this Saturday night at Macon Speedway. We'll take a quick break here, and we'll be back with our next guest here on the MOA Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. We would like to welcome our first guest here on the Moa Sprint Car Series, presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast, the driver of the bright yellow and blue number 44 out of Lincoln, Illinois. It's A.J. Bruns. A.J., welcome to the podcast, my friend. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been an interesting season for you. Uh, I know kind of last Saturday, uh, this last Saturday at Spoon kind of kind of illustrated kind of the, the bumps that your season's kind of gone through as of late, but early in the year, you you had a couple pretty good results. I mean, May, tw uh, May 23rd back at Jacksonville, and then June 20th when the series headed over to Bloomington, Indiana, you got a couple wins in the season. So it's definitely been one of those years where you've had a mixed bag of results. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, <clears throat> we were running really strong early in the year, and then we ran into some motor issues, that's really the thing that's kind of been keeping us down, and, and uh, we'd, uh, we'd have a motor problems, so we pull it out, put the next motor in, we'd go run for a little while, and by the time we get the, the first motor back together, the, then the second motor would break, so we'd be flip-flopping back, and most of my time on the infield has been sitting there because of the, uh, the motor issues we've been running into, but uh, anytime the motor's running, we're real strong right up front, you know, charging for the lead. Uh, no complaints. As long as the motor stays together, we're fast. So, uh, yeah, you've you've had the last couple of years, you always seem to get two or three feature wins, it seems like, with the Mellow Series. Always one of those guys that if you're not, if you don't start up front, you always kind of tend to end up in the front. Just kind of kind of explain what that's like, just having, having a car knowing you're that good, but when you have gremlins like that, just how frustrating is that? Well, I've been doing it long enough. Like this is my 14th year running the sprint car, that uh, I've kind of grown to learn that there's a, there's a lot to be uh, unexpected in sprint car racing. So I try not to let it discourage me too much. And and if I got to start deep in the field, I don't get too discouraged by that too, either, because I know I can uh, I can usually work my way up through there and and still pull off a good finish. That's something to be proud of. So you just with sprint car racing, you can't have your hopes up too high cause, uh, or your expectation level too high because there's a lot of disappointment to be had in sprint cars. I'll say absolutely. And with the field of guys that you're running against all the time, it's, I mean, even even Joey and, and Jared, the top two in points this this last Saturday night, and they, they had, I know, I think Jared was 10th and uh, Joey was 11th or something like that, but it was one of those nights where you'd look at the results and, even guys that are usually up toward the front, anybody can have an off night at any given time on this series, and the competition's just so tough, you, can, you can't afford to be off even a little bit, or you'll find yourself back there pretty quick. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. There is nothing lacking with the MOA series. I mean, when you go to a MOA race, there's a, a level of competition there that's just, it's really tough. and you got to have everything together and stick in this rider. Or that guy that you don't think you're, is going to beat you, he'll be right there in front of you before you know it. Absolutely. Of course, the uh, season kind of starting to wind down now. This weekend we got a pair of bull rings coming up. 
Uh, of course, Saturday night, lone visit of the year to Fifth Mile Mighty Macon Speedway, and then Sunday night we head over to Quincy for the final time this year. Uh, with those two, then we got a couple of visits at Tri City on back-to-back -back nights during the Gold Crown, and then Lincoln and Jacksonville to round out the season. Uh, what any particular try? I know you got a feature one at Jacksonville earlier this year, so I know uh, you're probably looking forward to that one. Those those uh, last couple nights hometown events for you, but is, are there any other races that maybe stand out to you as ones that you're kind of, you got circle on the calendars, maybe, I, I really like my chances to go in there and maybe win the feature? Well, pretty much every one of those races you listed off, I have a good time in all those tracks. I mean, I, I like making because there's so much action, and uh, knock on wood, every time we've gone there, I've always had good runs, and I've avoided the uh, incidences that you don't want to be involved in because it's, it's likely to happen at Macon. Uh, Granite City, I just like that track because of the, the top speeds we achieve there. Just I'm kind of a speed freak. I like it going <laughs> fast. And, and we, we again, we usually, not always there, but we usually have a good car there and have a good showing, and I like the fast tracks. So Granite, yeah, I like that. And then, of course, Jacksonville, you know, I've, I've run there, there singly that track more than any other track I've ever run in my career. So, of course, I, I like Jacksonville, and then getting the chance to perform in front of the Lincoln crowd, that's a no-brainer. That's a big deal for me, too. Yeah, there's uh, no... And then you can't leave out Quincy. I mean, I'll, Quincy's a good track, too. I like them all. <laughs> so, basically, like you said, as long as you can... Uh keep the mechanical gremlins from uh, biting you. You like your chances every single night out. Oh, yeah. If I didn't, I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> well, I'll, t I'll tell you what. Just for somebody who's never seen Macon before or just kind of just explain to them from the driver's perspective just how quick things happen. I mean, for somebody to think, well, what, what's a nine-second lap really like? Just kind of explain what that's actually like. Just how, how much you have to anticipate and just how quick things can really happen. Well, it's it's a real short track, but they got a lot of banking in there. And when you get into them corners, it doesn't seem like you're going real fast, but the G-force is just really impressive. It kind of plants you down in that seat. It's a tight little corner you got to get through and then blast the gas coming out. And, and that's another thing. you got kind of a short gear in there. you you got to be on top of that throttle because before you know it, the front end of the car will be in the air. It's a lot to, to handle getting around making, but it's super exciting in my opinion. The, the lead cars will be on lap cars in less than five laps, and then you start mixing up with lap cars, getting them mixed through there. It's a it's a wild race. Uh, you don't want to shut your eyes and yawn. You'll miss something for sure at, at the making Speedway. Absolutely, and then Quincy's kind of the same way, a little bit bigger, but the action's pr uh, pretty similar there too, just kind of a case where... It all happens really quick. You you can't really blink. And well, sprint car racing is kind of that way anyway, because of the high speeds and and whatnot. That you really can't not pay attention for a split second, or you'll miss something. That's for sure. You don't want to get up out of your seat when you're at a short track, because it's uh, from green flag to checkered. It's a uh, high speed action. Absolutely. Before we let you go here. Um, give you a chance to kind of thank uh, some of the guys who maybe don't always get the thanks that they always uh, maybe should, but some who are the crew guys, the sponsors, and everybody who helps 
AJ Bruns Racing make it to each and every MOA event and every event you hit throughout the racing season? Well, first and foremost, it has to be my uh, my family because we're basically a family-operated team. My dad helps me a lot. He's been racing sprint cars since 1973. Uh, his business, Front Service Center, it's a small automotive garage in Lincoln. He backs me pretty big. You know, without him and my family support, I wouldn't be able to do this. And then I'd say second in line would be my wife because she's gracious enough to let me uh, devote all this time to it because it's a... Uh, it's kind of like having a second job. It's you're busy all the time, with racing or during the week maintaining. It's a lot of work. And then uh, a good friend of our family's Robert Devine. Everybody around the track calls him Dune. He comes with us about 80% of the time. He's there helping me in the pits, and he don't ask for any money or anything. In fact, he helps me out a little bit here and there, pick up a hotel room, tank of gas, whatnot. He deserves a big thanks. And uh, just recently, some guys from Lincoln put together a little bit of a sponsorship deal with Channel Hybrid Seeds and uh, they've been kind of helping me towards the end of this year and hopefully that'll roll into something bigger next year and then last but not least the uh, the company where I work uh, Standard Arrow it's at the airport in Springfield I've been with that company uh, since 2000 and uh, this year they helped me pick up a new fire suit which I was in dire need of because my other one was getting ratted out and had holes in it so they deserve thanks too I mean there's just a lot of people and it's just it's a little bit from everybody kind of helps put all this together I'm sure I forgot to mention somebody but it's everybody knows that has one of these teams you need a little bit of help from everybody to make the thing click absolutely there's a lot and that's kind of a common theme with a, a lot of the guys on the MOA series. There's a lot of, a lot of people that kind of come together and help individual operations out, a lot of family, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of your buddies that you've known for a long time that all just kind of come together and they kind of help make it happen. And it's, it's kind of got that feeling out on the road when you're out there as well. A lot of guys willing to help each other on a lot of stuff, which it, it, it gives it a really, really like, like what, what's been described as a family atmosphere and, it's a lot of fun to be around. That's for sure. With the MOA level, it's uh, it's definitely uh, fun because uh, everybody out there kind of knows each other. We know where we come from. We know where we all stand, and and it's not really our job to go racing. So we're not out there cutting each other's throats. We're just out there having a good time with each other, and and uh, the best man wins that night. That's everybody's kind of patting him on the back, saying good job. But next week, I'm going to get you. It's just a good <laughs> little deal with the MOA guys. Absolutely. Well, AJ, we won't take up too much more of your time. In fact, uh, we'll let you go here, and uh, we, we thank you for joining the podcast here this evening, and uh, good luck this weekend at Macon and Quincy, and hopefully uh, hopefully things are all all well underneath the hood of the 44. I think we got her together this time. We'll, we're going to give her a good, strong showing this weekend. There Thanks you have it. Me and, uh, you want to have me again, you call any time. Absolutely. Thank you very much. A.J. Bruns from Lincoln, Illinois, driver of the number 44 MOA Sprint Car. Uh, we'll take our first break here, and we'll be right back with the with our next guest here on the MOA Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. Welcome back, race fans, to the MOA Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. With us at this time is the driver of the number 52F MOA Sprint Car. From Elkhart, Illinois, 
Uh, now, uh, recent SIUE graduate, uh, Logan Falcon. Logan, Logan, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me. I tell you what, um, it's been an interesting journey for you, kind of the last couple of years racing with you, uh, being a full-time student down at SIUE, kind of having to balance classroom time with uh, garage and racetrack time. Just kind of explain a little bit, kind of how hard is that for somebody who's as competitive like yourself and who really likes to go all out? How, how much of a struggle was that for you, trying to have, uh, having to uh, manage your time like that? Actually, it wasn't uh, too horrible. My dad puts in a whole bunch of effort. Like, he does maintenance on the car, all this and that. So when I was away from school, a lot didn't go uh, untouched or anything. So rather than not being around the car every night was kind of a, a pain. But other than that. Well, of course, uh the the fruit of all that uh you you did you did graduate you did really well and i know uh there were a couple nights uh it was kind of a struggle sometimes especially on friday nights for you to get up to the racetrack uh, in time to uh make it to the driver's meeting and get there on time but would you say at the end it's it's definitely all all been worth it it's been been a heck of a journey oh definitely i wouldn't trade that for a world the three and a half hour drives from carbondale the Jacksonville were well worth it, uh, going up 55 all those times. Of course, uh, you may, were back with us uh, this past weekend. Of course, Friday night, Mother Nature, Jacksonville. It's not been a good combination this year, as we all know, unfortunately. But Saturday was, was kind of a rough outing for you, but at least the car was in one piece and... You weren't too cold at the end of the night, were you? No, no. Yeah, Saturday was kind of rough for us. We had uh, fuel issues all night. Somehow made it past a few cars in the heat and locked it in. So, I mean, that was about the only bright side of the night. Well, of course, uh, there's some racetracks coming up. Uh, of course, you've got a lot of micro experience as well. A couple of... Uh, we've got a lot of tracks coming up that you've got a lot of experience at throughout the years, especially in the micro. Of course, we start this Saturday night at Macon Speedway, kick off a double, and then then we're at Quincy the next night, and then, of course, uh, Granite City the 3rd and 4th of October, and then that follow, the, the next weekend, uh, Shaheen Super Weekend, which was a great weekend last year uh, at Lincoln and Jacksonville the 10th and 11th. Uh, all, all the shows that are coming up, are there any particular ones that kind of stand out to you as ones that you uh, kind of like your chances of maybe getting a top five or maybe even being in the contention for a win coming up here in the next six races? Yeah, definitely. There's uh, a few of them, especially making. I mean, that, that track's really not all about the car. It's more driver and patience being so little. I mean, just trying to drive a fire jet and a, uh, a bull, so I mean. I love that track. It's always racy, good, clean racing, so that's always one that I look forward to and think I have a chance at. And Lincoln being it's from home just kind of makes me push it a little harder there, try to get a win in front of the home crowd. So like my chances there in Jacksonville, of course, just having enough laps around there, kind of know what to do for a feature. Just kind of explain what it's like uh, for 
from a driver's perspective, what's it like being in front of all your friends and family at, at your home, t- kind of your kind of de facto hometown track, and like like say Lincoln? Just what's how what kind of is there any extra pressure on you as a driver to kind of get out there and maybe have a little bit of a better run, knowing that there's uh, more people there that, that are there cheering you on, maybe than what there might normally be. I mean, yeah, there's a little pressure, but um, it's pretty hard to rattle me, so I try not to think too much about it. Just try to run my race like every other weekend, but there's definitely a little extra pressure when you got a bunch, probably a few more people in the stands actually who know who you are and cheer for you. So, uh, I know, of course, you've had some, like you said, you've had issues throughout the year, but you looks like a. You plan on following the rest of the tour, uh, the, the remaining six events here for the Motor Sprint Car Series? Oh, yes, definitely. Just most ago. I mean, I have no reason not with them, so looking forward to the rest of the year. Okay, who are some of the sponsors on, on the side of the 52F machine, the, the blue and red 50, uh, familiar scheme you've had? Um Familiar color scheme you've had ever since your micro days, but who are some of the sponsors on it, and and who are some of the people uh, that maybe don't always necessarily get the thanks that they always deserve? Because it, it it is always kind of hard to remember everybody because there are usually a lot of people that that help out that don't always necessarily get get the credit. But who are some of the guys that help you out, and who are the sponsors that help keep Logan Falcon on the racetrack each and every night out? Well, the two people that are most important are, of course, my mom and dad. I mean, funding the entire operation, what letting me go do what I love to do. And of course, my dad's business, Advanced Glass, been major, the main sponsor for ever since started. Um, Dent Meridicus Insurance, been on as long as I can remember back in the sprint days. Um, Pesos, Donnie Walner helps Chris gain. He helps us out tremendously. Mounts at the track, off the track, anything we need. Um, Steve Nichols, the Logan County Sheriff. Who's retired Midwest? Uh, my crew chief, Justin Canal. He helps us out a ton, helping my dad change tires, this and that. Like when I'm running around checking lineups, and we just have to thrash on the car. Um, the Urs crew, they they kick in a whole bunch. Chris helping me out, giving me different pointers and uh, tricks on the track just to help me start riding a little better. Well, uh, before we let you go here, got what, what is that like? Uh, how much of a, a perk is that having somebody who's from your same hometown like Chris? Just how much of an advantage is that knowing that there's somebody that you run against quite a bit who's just kind of up the road that if you if you need something... And, and you know you can go ask them something. How, how much of a resource is that for somebody like you? Just kind of explain what that's like. And just how, like, how, what does that really mean to you, knowing that one of your fellow competitors will just kind of, if you've got a question, just go in there and feel free to ask. Oh, it's tremendous help. Like, I've always been a bottom feeder, just catfish around the bottom, and he's helped me probably a hundred times more than I would have ever done on my own, getting me to run the top, go harder every race, and 
just if I have any kind of questions, she'll answer it. Just if we have some setup questions, she'll help us there. I mean, it's tremendous helping me and my dad and my mom try to just get into the learning curve and helping. Well, Logan, I um, won't keep you here any longer because we know uh, this weekend's going to be here before we know it. Of course, uh, Saturday and Saturday will be here in just four short days, so give you a chance to get back out in the shop and get stuff ready to go. But Logan Falcon, thank you for uh, taking some time out of your uh, out of your day to join the Mullis Sprint Car Series podcast. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Of course, we'd like to thank all of our guests for being a part of the Mullis Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores podcast here this week. A.J. Bruns, Joey Mohan, and Logan Falcon. Um, of course, uh, this Saturday night, we head to the uh, Mighty Macon Speedway, the fifth mile, just about nine miles south of Decatur on US 51. Uh, gates will open at five with racing starting at seven there. Of course, this event is being made up from uh, the Illinois Sprint Week finale, which unfortunately is a common theme this year for the Mullis Sprint Car Series has been rained out. It was rained out as well as the, the event the night Fort Jacksonville. And then Sunday night, hop on I-72 and head head west past Jacksonville. Uh, uh, take 172 into uh, Broadway and hang a right there and Look for uh, Scotty's Fun Park, and right there you'll see Quincy Raceways, the quarter mile in the gym city of Quincy, Illinois. It's going to, they'll wrap up the weekend. Uh, gates open at 4, racing will start at 6. Make a note of that because we'll be a little bit earlier since it is a Sunday night. But, and, uh, but it's a pair of, Tight, tight bull rings, a little bit different racing than maybe what we see most of the year, but definitely will not lack in the excitement department. And I know all the all the guys and gals in the Mullis Sprint Car Series will uh, will be there in full force, put on a great show for all of our great fans. So and until Saturday gets here, uh, we thank each and every one of you for t uh, checking out this week's podcast of the Mullis Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores, and we'll be back with you next time around.